Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Miss Elaine. Hey, Morris. How you doing? Man, just an odd day today. It is kind of odd. A huge part of American culture. Right. Left us this morning. Right. Yeah. That hole in our in, in the heart of America remains and will yeah. remain for yeah. quite some time. We're going to feel Absolutely. the loss of the Queen of Soul for yeah. quite some time. Thank goodness she left us with a huge wealth of music. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite things about Aretha Franklin is the fact that, you know what? She didn't, uh, she wasn't so concerned with uh, trying to take over the world. Uh, she just did mm-hmm. with her music. Not necessarily trying to be anything more than just a wonderful songstress. Yeah. A wonderful lady who, uh, with, with this incredible voice, with this incredible talent, incredible soul, incredible dignity and pride. She didn't need to star in a thousand movies. She was like in Blues yeah. Brothers and maybe the uh, sequel or the follow-up, Blues Brothers 2000. You know, she, she was just all about that one thing that mm-hmm. was music. And maybe that's why she did it so well. She wasn't trying to be... It's, it's ironic. She was, she was never... When you just kind of look at Aretha Franklin, even listen to her music, you don't necessarily hear someone whose total aim is to try and take over the world or be the richest right. person on earth. Right. What you just hear is her total love and devotion for her expression of what she's yeah. doing as a, as a singer, as yeah. a vocalist. And, and many people really uh, took that as uh, being a diva, you know, because she was so, she was so private in mm-hmm. her private life, mm-hmm. but she also knew her worth and she knew her craft perfectionist and she demanded respect you know i mean her song says it all you yeah. know but she had that presence and that presence was earned by her talent right it there. wasn't something that somebody handed to her right. or enhanced her voice right or you know right backup singers like she earned every single applause mm-hmm. that every person in this country in the in the world, world in has the world. given her. That's right. And it's it's a like you said a huge icon that we have lost. Mm-hmm. But she made a huge footprint in so many different aspects yeah. of what we call our, our American culture. Absolutely. You know? Gosh, she sang at Barack Obama's yeah. inauguration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she didn't do things like that. Like no, she, she did not special. All the time. She did special moments. Mm-hmm special things Mm -hmm. and i think that's why again i go back to everybody oh she's such a diva no i she was she was a a diva in the true sense of the word um especially back in the day um when diva didn't seem to mean a bad thing she was a diva back then because like you were saying a few minutes ago this respect that she demanded was because she had earned it right she wasn't entitled just because she was standing right. there. She was never shy about proving no. why she is the queen of right. soul. Exactly. Uh, she was never shy or never reserved about uh, about letting you know, both in word and in deed yeah. and in her art. Yeah. You know, um, that's a big difference from what we see these days. Absolutely. People just walk in the door and feel like they need to be, you know, uh, applauded, you know, applauded uh, just because they were born. Granted certain titles. In the case of Aretha Franklin, she earned that R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yeah. 
Um, so and so many of our songs too. Like, just, do you have a favorite? I do. I well, there's so there's many. So many. So I know. There's so there's, many. But actually, one that I love um, that she that she did uh, she did a duet with somebody, and it was uh, 1986, mm-hmm. and it was with George Michael. <gasps> I knew you were Elaine, waiting you were for so me. You're so awesome. I just love that no song. No one talks about that song. Oh my gosh, how can you, you not? You are like, so freaking awesome I'm for that, dude. Seriously, like I... Nobody talks about that song. You know, and, and what's crazy <laughs> is that you always... People always talk about the Queen of Soul, Mr. Right. Franklin. People always talk about George Michael. Yeah. We lost him a couple Christmases ago. Yeah. And how great these two vocalists were. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know, George Michael, he blew up in the 80s. Mm-hmm. You know, Aretha Franklin... Out of the 60s, out of the 70s, yeah. and now into the mid-80s where you're talking about it. And she made a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. You know, Free Will Love, Who Zoom and Who, yeah. Jump to It. But people th- forget <laughs> about yeah. Knew You Were Waiting For Me mm-hmm. with the duet with her and George Michael. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite duets of all yeah. time. I mean, not just because you have two of the greatest vocalists on earth singing that song. George Michael is one of the greatest Male vocalists yeah. ever. Yeah. I'm going on record with it. He's <laughs> up there with the Luther Vandrosses yeah. of the world, the Smokey Robinsons of the mm-hmm. world, uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Any great vocalist you can think of, male artist vocalist that you can think of that you think has the, the best vocal, George Michael would definitely be one of them. Mm-hmm. You know? So it was it was kind of obvious that those two would be paired up. Yeah. She was smart. She was smart to team up with somebody like him. And why? And I, why? Well, I mean, when this song was made, obviously in 1986, when it was recorded, mm-hmm. George Michael was in the the thick of it. Like, you know, who was it, his audience? George Michael, like teens, like us, us, like young and young who's Aretha Franklin's audience at that time? Mm, parents, our parents. Yeah. So you had this great collaboration. This great collaboration. To put two of new with classic right. Right. on a pop record. Yeah. And they both made it yeah. their own. It wasn't yeah. like, you know, Aretha Franklin was was having to do this poppy no. thing for the young kids. No. You know, because that song, uh, Knew You Were Waiting For Me, came out when I was in high school. So mm-hmm. she wasn't, she didn't have to, like, you know, uh, make something to appeal to the right. kids that were also listening to, on one end, Ready For The World, on the other end, Depeche Mode. Right. She just did her thing. And George Michael was already in his element. So he just had to... It's a, the lyrics are great. The the beat, like it's just such a great song. It's a yeah. It's Knew one of my favorites. Waiting for me. I know. That's oh, I just love that. Yeah. Good one, Elaine. Thank you. How am I gonna top that? <laughs> I can't. Because mm. you got two awesome artists but in she one had, song. She had hits, but like I said, everybody knows you know respect, and yeah. everybody knows. I never loved a man the way that I. Love you. Right. Or Dr. Feel Good in the Morning. I mean, the way that she could take a gospel performance and put it into such a heavy blues feeling and arrangement and then say such a romantic song like that. You nailed it a a minute ago when you were saying that she's just got so many and you're so right about that. I would be hard pressed to to pick one song of Aretha Franklin's that I would call my all time favorite. But overall, if I just had to only pick just one song that I find myself listening to a lot, that I listen to a lot over the years, it would be the, the, the album, I Never Loved a Man the Way That I Love You. And that song in particular, just because it's so smoky with emotion and sensuality. Yeah. I mean, she's saying the heaviest. And, and, and that song in particular, which is, I believe, her debut album for Atlantic Records, mm-hmm. people don't realize that that album there was not her debut. That was her 10th or 11th record. Well. I mean, 
So she's been working at it. Listening to all the news reports, you know, you know, it's so sad that somebody has to die for you to actually make the news. You, you know, you know, yeah, but, you know but, like but, I, when when we do all these tributes, yeah. you know, I'm glad we do these tributes when people are alive because I think a person needs to be celebrated and and know what impact they've they've done to people's lives. In or the careers. case of Aretha Franklin, I will have to say that of all people, I think America has done a pretty darn good job. I think the world's done a pretty darn good job of giving Miss Aretha her R S B E C T. Over I, the years, she's she's you know I earned agree, but countless nobody, Grammys and accolades and but nobody really knew at least the younger generation. Now you're talking, girl. Don't get me started. You know, like that's the thing. A lot right of here. people didn't know that she started at 10 years old yeah. singing on you know a box. Yeah. A, at the foot of yeah. an altar at a church. Yeah, you know? with her dad. Her dad so, and honestly, like, I really thought, Lord forgive me, I really thought Aretha Franklin was a lot older. I didn't realize she's the same age as my mom. Aretha Franklin. I really thought she was like in her like mid 80s, well, to be honest with because you. Because of she's her, been doing yes, it for so, for she, so like, long. Like, you know, like Michael Jackson, you know, was like eight or six or seven or eight. So it looked like he'd been right. here a long time. A lot of people don't get started till their 20s. Right. I mean, maybe late so teens like, wow, at the most. Seventy six. Like she's she still had some years in her. I like, used to totally agree with that. You know, Aretha Franklin is only six years older than my mom. See. So yeah, a bit a bit older. I mean, like know. Tina yeah. Turner's catching up to her, like yeah. Her age. Yeah. If, you know, if if Tina Turner isn't her age, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, well, I really from the thought same... that Miss Franklin was a lot older, and it's, like I said, please forgive me. But oh no, I no, really no, no! no. It's all good. Older. It's all good. You know, Miss Miss Franklin would not. Uh, she was a beautiful lady. Yeah. You know, all the way up until till the very very end, she loved doing what she did. Yeah. She loved singing. She wasn't one of these artists. That's not artist today, and I don't want to get on the whole uh, artist today. <laughs> Girl, that I could, I could, come I could on, literally, <laughs> I could do that for hours. I can yeah. just rail against today's yeah, music can. in general forever. But I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. Why? Because Madonna already did it. Anyway, uh, uh, speaking of Madonna, happy birthday! Sixty years old. Yeah. Damn. Talk yeah. about age. Yeah, Madonna. Sixty. The big six zero on Madonna, the queen of pop. Holy cow! Is there something you that you think Madonna could learn from Aretha Franklin? Well, just one thing. Not, and Madonna's still being Madonna. Not trying to turn Madonna into the queen of soul. But after all. I can't say that she hasn't tried to reinvent herself because she has tried. Mm-hmm. That's hard because, again, you have to give Madonna her respect for yeah, yeah, you're right. for, for building her career That's as right. obnoxious yeah. and as out of the box thinking when she launched herself. Because she was quite the culture shock. She sure was. And... Back then, it was like, oh my gosh, yeah, she's never talking about that. a virgin. You've you never know? seen that or you know, heard exactly, it before, you know. And 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 she she again. In terms of legacy, do you think young people coming up in the trails that have been blazed by Aretha Franklin and Madonna could learn something? Well, again, I think Aretha and Madonna are two different people because yeah. I think Aretha, to me, personifies what a woman mm. stands for and her dignity. And the way that she presented herself on stage, she didn't need to strip down. She didn't need to be a size zero. Mm. She didn't need to preach. You know, <laughs> we're a be church magazine, really lame. <laughs> be on magazine covers yeah, and yeah. and shock jock. Yeah. You know, yeah. the music industry. Like yeah. she, to me, embodies what a female should be on stage. But we're talking about Aretha being raised in a certain time. 
where things like that weren't permitted. Like she knew what modesty was. Um, she also was black. So that also mm -hmm. put another, you yeah. know, kind of damper on her efforts to kind of move up in the world. So she, she had to work with what she had. Right. And I think with other artists, you've got things thrown at you to yeah. like Playboy magazine covers. Yeah. Do this. Do, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. like people are going to flash whatever they can yeah. in order to get those fans yeah. and not so much concentrate on strictly talent. You're so, so right about I, that, Elaine, or, or at least I 100% I agree with you on that. And, you know, you look at a lot of artists today who have, you know, succumbed to or sold out to or however yeah. you want to put it as a means to, to draw attention to them. Right. They've decided that let me add this. Let me right. do that. Let me flash this. Let me shake that to try and get your attention. Then once you have their attention, once they have our attention, there's nothing much there to hold our yeah. attention. So shiny object over here. <laughs> yeah. More boobs, more yeah. booty. We're gonna look over here now. Yeah. Oops, shiny object over there. More yeah. outlandish or whatever it is that you're out there doing to just try and get people to pay attention to you and keep your name in the news. But, Whereas Aretha Franklin yeah. stuck to one thing. And that was being her own dignified mm -hmm. self and understanding that she had this gift in her soul and in her voice and right. her talent. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to let that speak for itself. Yeah. And uh, hopefully that works. And it did. She worked at it a long time before she uh, finally got her first big, big hit, which is uh, respect. And then the rest is history. And you, and like you were saying a second ago, you never see any any pictures of Aretha Franklin trying to, you know, over sexualize herself in the in, in trying to, you know, sell a record. Can you name me an artist of today that that does that? Mm -hmm. Um, there's only one artist that comes to mind. Let and me see if it's the one I'm thinking about. Adele comes to mind as today's artist who must use her voice because she's not going to be able to, in her mind, at least at this point, do what these other girls are doing. And frankly, she doesn't have to. I, I agree. Another one that comes to my mind um, is Alicia Keys. She didn't buy really into that that yeah. hey let me rip off my clothes yeah, kind of thing you're absolutely right i mean she went to a point to say i'm not even going to wear makeup to go out anymore yeah. there's no need for that yeah like if you're going to respect me as a woman and you're going to respect my craft yeah this is this is who i am this is what you're going to get yeah and so I, I and she's talented because not only can she you know play musical instruments mm -hmm. she can write mm -hmm. but she has pipes and she's got raw talent yeah so to, to me i agree with your adele I throw Alicia Keys in there because I think that she's also somebody very talented who has stuck to her own to say, this is what I want to do and this is how I'm going to do it. Alicia Keys is, is cool. I like what you said about her not chasing the stream of ridiculousness that people are going to to try and make a name but for I themselves. Think, well, she's pretty true to herself. Yeah, I dig that. But there's other artists who are parents and they're like getting naked all the time. All the dang time. You're <laughs> someone's mom for crying out loud. You know? But hey, if you look like JLo and you're rocking. Well, you know what? If you look like JLo and you're rocking and your <laughs> vocals are lacking, or at least marginal at best, hey, hey girl, put that put that dress on. I said this before. I've seen her in Vegas, and girl can't sing live, but she can sure move it live. Woo! I mean, and at know. the end of the day, <laughs> you're like, that's a true Las Vegas showgirl right yeah. there, and we'll just leave it at that. But. Anyway, going back to... Um, I found myself uh, listening to a live version of Aretha Franklin's I Say a Little Prayer. Oh, nice. I love that song, too. The live version um, is one I happen to have known about for a while, and it's one that people keep playing, which she's, she's, she's there. It's in black and white. 
Um, she's up on stage with her sisters, um, her background singers, um, Sweet Inspirations. And, uh, and she's got this little afro. I believe it was in 1970. And the reason why I like this song uh, or this particular performance and arrangement of it is because it's kind of stripped down. Mm -hmm. And you can really hear the bass coming through on wow. it. And I was able to uh, study that song for just the, you know, a couple hours. And wow. I was like, oh, I got the bass down. On I say a little prayer. But again, the way Aretha can stand there and sing a song and move with it. It's, it's just an incredible thing to see. If you get a chance, you know, to YouTube, yeah, for Aretha sure. Franklin, I say a little prayer, and it's 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 live. It's great. Sure. That's definitely uh, one of my favorites. There's so many Aretha Franklin songs that, you know, I it's hard to pick just one. So, yeah, we lost the Queen of Soul today, and I found this quote. You know, of course we know what she meant to the world and what she meant to American culture in particular. Yeah. But also you start thinking about what she meant to us personally. You mm -hmm. know, she'd been here all of our lives, obviously, yeah. you know, Elaine. And... You think about it, still, you know, okay, yeah, we lost this person who we've never met and we feel the pain of it. Because music is an emotional connection to moments in our lives that give us so much joy or can cause us pain. But it's the, the, the reminiscing that you feel a connection to these people. And every time that we lose an artist of Aretha Franklin's nature, you most definitely feel like, wow, another legend is gone, you know? And you can think of all these songs, like when you heard them, or when you've been at a party, how many times has, you know, Respect come on and everybody sings along to it and everybody knows the words to it. And it just brings you to a good moment of your life. And you just wanna say thank you to this person, you know, for, for giving you such joy and that's why they do mean something to us. So it is tough and we do feel it. And even though we've never crossed paths, you do have that as a human being, you have that empathy to say, wow, you know. I, you feel that, you, you feel that. I found this quote a while ago uh, upon the passing of Prince. Um, so I'm not saying that I came up with it. Yeah. I have held on to it because mm -hmm. it was so on point when he passed and I ran across this this line, mm -hmm. that I decided to post it to Facebook upon the passing of the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. It goes like this. Thinking about how we mourn artists we've never met, we don't cry because we knew them. We cry because they helped us know ourselves. Beautiful. That's the Morris Night Zone party, people. Much love to the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. Rest in peace. She will be missed. But thankfully, we have her music and her legacy that will be with us for years to come. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.